seeking to understand before being understood has a lot of logic and purpose when it comes to protecting yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about on today's Peace Walker podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, Peace Walker Podcast, episode 131. Seek first to understand before being understood has a lot of benefit to it just in life, but it definitely has benefit to this approach during conflict. And we're going to talk about that today and why it's so important and how, uh, how it kind of came to my, uh, on my radar. Before I get into that, I wanted to invite you to join me on my free home study course, Six Day Defense. If you go to sixdaydefense.com, it's all spelled out except for the dot, you're going to get access to my free home study course where I'm going to take you through a few short videos and give you the basic training, the crash course, so to speak, necessary to protect yourself better. I take you through the six A's of safety and I'm going to introduce each of the concepts to you and give you a physical defensive tactic as well. So you're going to get the concept and the action piece if it all goes south and you really need to protect yourself. But before the physical stuff, you need to learn the concepts of how to lessen your chances of being a victim. And if you're targeted, how do you respond to it? So it's the fundamental steps to becoming a peace walker, learning how to protect yourself, learning how to stand up for yourself. And this free home study course will get you on track. So sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot. You're also going to get access to my almost daily emails where almost every day I'll email you a tip, trick, and a tactic, all wrapped up into these cool little stories both from my own life as well as the lives of our community members, how to utilize these tools into and wrap them up into your everyday life. So there you go, sixdaydefense.com. All right, so we're talking about listening, really. We're talking about seeking to understand first and then to be understood So this came about because of the one cup challenge that uh, I talked about a little bit on the last podcast. So if you want to know what the one cup challenge is, go back to that podcast and I go into detail on it. Well, basically, it's uh, I challenged everybody to sit down over coffee with someone that they don't necessarily um, have the same background in. So find someone that's different than you, maybe different political views, religious views, maybe you're different ethnicity, maybe you're just, you see the world differently, and uh, get to know them a little bit. And the idea of that challenge is really for you to listen to them, 
not to push your agendas on them, not to convince them into seeing the world your way, but actually kind of walking around a little bit in their moccasins and listening to what they have to say to where you can understand them better. And through that, maybe they'll ask you what your perspective is and maybe you can share it. And then maybe you guys can see that you have more similarities than differences if you know what you're looking for. And then if you have to tackle some of the harder questions, if you have to tackle some of the harder subjects, if you have to tackle some of the harder issues that we face, maybe it'll be easier if you first start off with the things that you're similar on, like being a human being and being a protector. So it's interesting that we had several people with good intentions and good hearts, but they, they started off by trying to share what their perspective was with the other person. Not that that's bad. It's not bad. But the idea really is for you to listen to them and to hear what they have to say and what they want to share and their worldview, not starting off with yours. The same thing holds true when you're dealing with conflict, right? We are so busy trying to get the other person to do what we want, we oftentimes don't really listen to them. At the very least, when you're listening to someone, if you are baseline, if you're not part of the problem, the person will tell you what state they're in. And there's three main states. One is they are receptive to you. Second one is they are not receptive to you. And the third one is they are determined to do whatever it is they want to do, even at the expense or cost of another person. So they're open, they're closed, or they're determined. They're receptive to you, they're not receptive to you, or they're just hell-bent on doing whatever they're going to do, even at the expense of someone else. So at the very least, when you're talking with someone, you're getting a feel for that. Now, there may be opportunities for you to influence them in other ways, but if, if it's coming down to conflict and or influence, it doesn't have to be conflict, it could be influence, this could be a business deal, this could be a, a teaching, you could be teaching someone, or you could be a parent trying to get through to your... and communicate with your kid could be a relationship friend or significant other to where you're communicating with them but good listening skills are important and i'm not going to talk about active listening on on this particular episode but that would be a whole different episode that we could talk about that but you want to actively listen to what they're saying and actively listening, actively listening is not just listening with your ears, but it's listening with your whole body, with how you feel, what you see, what you hear, what you're perceiving in all these different ways. And trying to determine their state. Are they open? Are they closed? Are they determined? And also getting data. Right, Hearing what's going on. What you're also doing and what you're communicating without saying a word 
is respect and you're building rapport. Because one of the needs that we have as human beings is we want to be heard. We want to be understood. We want to have that connection. It's not a want, it's a need. Now, to the degree of what that need is for each of us is different, right? So this person may not have as great of a need for that as another person. However, it is a need for all of us is to to connect, to feel that connect sense of connection and to feel significant, which being heard makes us and helps us to feel significant anyways. So when you seek to understand before being understood, what you're really doing is putting the other person kind of in front of you. And you might be thinking, well, in conflict, I don't want that person in front of me. I want to put my needs first. Well, don't worry, you'll get your needs met. But if you try pushing too soon for your agenda, you are going to possibly escalate things. So if you can listen to the person with your whole being and take that data and analyze it quickly probably to figure out what's going on. At the very least, again, are they open, closer, determined, you're getting data, you're building rapport, you're getting information in on what is going on and how to solve the problem. You're also utilizing these skills to kind of see what comes next. You know, what are you going to have to do next? Are you going to have to implement your plan B? Can you... And do you have an opportunity to influence them? But first, get to know what they want. Listen to what they're saying. Watch what they're doing. So seek first to understand them. And then you have the opportunity to interject your own influence. And it's so easy to not do this. It's so easy to uh, put your needs in front of in front of theirs and and try to get and and try to have them understand you first. And that's often cause for a lot of conflict, a lot of pushback. Here's a quick story for you. <clears throat> so back when. I was working with RGI, Resolution Group International. It was a conflict management uh, group that I was one of the founding instructors for with. Uh, it was Jack Hoban's organization out in the East Coast, out in New Jersey. One of our first contracts, we were hired to train the Mammoth County um, park rangers. Right, so the parks division. So we trained. I don't know how many, how many uh, parks workers there were, but there are quite a few. And for a few years, they they came in droves to come to our classes. And one of them worked at a marina. So one of them, one of the park rangers' job was overseeing the marina. And it drove him crazy that sometimes cars would park in the parking lot where you're supposed to have a trailer, right? So there are parking spots reserved where the vehicle with a trailer was supposed to park. 
And sometimes people would just park in those spots even when they didn't have a trailer. And inevitably, one time he saw one of those cars parked in one of those spots. And he was a little cranky that morning. And he stomps out and knocks on the window of the car and he starts berating the guy on why he was parked there. To which the guy responds, my daughter slipped and fell on the dock and cut open her leg really badly and we need to get help and that's why I'm parked here. So all of a sudden that park ranger felt like a jerk because he didn't know what was going on. He didn't seek first to understand what the other person's needs were and why the other person was even there. He was really animate about pushing his needs onto that person, meaning move that car. I can't believe you guys are parking here again. Can't you see that you don't have a trailer and the signs right there that says these spots are only for vehicles with trailers. So the park ranger was putting his needs upon the gentleman and the person didn't have a chance to tell him that, hey, the reason why I'm parked here is because my daughter's hurt. So there was an emergency that trumped the rule of make sure that you have a trailer on your vehicle if you park in the spot. So there's a great example of seek first to understand and then to be understood. So once that park ranger realized the person was parked there because they were attending to their injured daughter, then all of a sudden he was scrambling and apologizing and you know, obviously calling for help and getting the young girl first aid. Had he asked first uh, what was going on, why the person was parked there, was there a legitimate reason to be parked there, he would have known and he would have built better rapport to have gotten better um, compliance and cooperation from the gentleman and also building a future relationship, not just with him, but also with, with all rangers because at that moment, that ranger was representative of all the park rangers. So I'll guarantee you that guy tells the story over and over and over again because of the, you know, um, the situation with his daughter and how the park ranger is being so much of a jerk. So there you go. Seek first to understand and then be understood. This is one of the basic fundamentals of conflict resolution for us peace walkers. If you want to be more effective at resolving conflicts and not being part of the problem, make sure you seek first to understand then to be understood. So there you have it. In order for you to get what you want done, oftentimes you're going to want to start with the other person to get them what they want and what they need and listen to them. It's going to build better rapport and it's, you're going to be more influential if you listen and you understand kind of where they're coming from where they're coming from and what it's about 
So there you have it. Seek first to understand and then be understood. Once again, before I go, I want to invite you to join me in my home study course. There's no cost to it, just your name and your email address and your time. And you can get access to my free home study course where I'll introduce you to the six A's of safety. You'll learn how to protect yourself better. You're going to get access to my almost daily emails where I'll send you a story every day about how to utilize this approach of being a peace walker in your everyday life to make you more happy, successful, safe. And if you go to sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out except for the dot, you'll get access to that course. All right, gang, thank you so much for joining me today. Look forward to talking with you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep going. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.